Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by A.E. Stallings. She is an American poet and translator, and in 2011, she was named a MacArthur Fellow, receiving the Genius Grant. She has been a frequent contributor of poems to outfits like Poetry and the Times Literary Supplement. She published four books of original verse, including Archaic Smile, Hapax, Olives, and Last Year's Like. And she also published a translation of Lucretius' De Rerum Natura, uh, translated The Nature of Things, and then in 2018 also, a verse translation of Hesiod's Works and Days through Penguin Classics. The poem that I'm going to read today is from her collection, like last year's collection. This is my one of my two uh, collections that I'm rereading um, several times throughout this summer. It's a really good collection. I've read a poem from it once before. It was the one called Cast Irony. This one is called Empathy. It goes like this. My love, I'm grateful tonight our listing bed isn't a raft, precariously adrift as we dodge the Coast Guard light and clasp hold of a girl and a boy. I'm glad we didn't wake our kids in the thin hours to take not a thing, not a favorite toy, and didn't hand over our cash to one of the smuggling rackets, that we didn't buy cheap life jackets no better than bright orange trash and less buoyant. I'm glad that the dark above us is not deeply twinned beneath us and moiled with wind, and we don't scan the sky for a mark, any mark, that demarcates a shore as the dinghy starts taking on water. I'm glad that our six-year-old daughter, who can't swim, is a foot off the floor in the bottom bunk. And our son, with his broken arms, high and dry, that the ceiling is not seeping sky with our journey but hardly begun. Empathy isn't generous. It's selfish. It's not being nice to say I would pay any price not to be those who die to be us. A.E. Stallings lives in Athens. Um, She has spent a bunch of time doing, I I believe, doing volunteer work with refugees there. Refugees coming from all over the Middle East, and they they show up on the shores of Greece looking for help. There's been lots of stories in the news about it, of course. Lots of um, very poignant and and at times disturbing images. And so I imagine, uh, I haven't done any real research or seen her comment on this, but I imagine this is the kind of poem that has been inspired by her work volunteering with refugees by those stories you know there's been stories of such kind of um refugee tales and and woes in on our own borders here so um this is uh i don't think it's meant to be political or make a political statement per se in his book, Why Poetry, Matthew Zapruder writes about the idea of negative capability, negative space in poems, the use of um, the negative, not, and not the negative in terms of things being sad or bad, but in terms of actual negation. And this is the kind of poem that does that. It's this, Zapruder is not the first to talk about this. Um, I believe Keats wrote about it extensively as well. This is one of those poems where that negative space, that, that use of the negative makes the poem that much more poignant. Because it draws her and her family by the use of the negative into the narrative. Um, it suggests that there is an alternative way. That, that It suggests that, that was the famous line, um, there go I but for the grace of God. Um, it, it implied in the poem, in, via the negation, is that concept. This is a seven line stanza. Each stanza has four lines. 
and the the narrative, the potential narrative that they could have been involved in, while also being the the narrative of somebody else, takes us through the first six stanzas, and it's very poignant and very moving, um, very poetic. You know, wonderful images. There, there is a narrative kind of entwined in it. Things that we have that we've seen. It's very tactile. You know, we can experience all of that. Those are the first six stanzas, but it's the seventh stanza, the last stanza, those last four lines, which transform this poem, which offer us a bit of surprise as, as a great turn at the end of a great poem ought to. That's where it says, empathy isn't generous. It's selfish. It's not being nice to say I would pay any price not to be those who die to be us. First of all, those are some great turns of phrase. But beyond those great turns of phrase, this stanza is what makes this poem complicated. That last stanza takes the poem from being poignant and moving and and interesting and thoughtful and all that, you know, all great things. But it takes it from that to being challenging, to offering us something really to chew on. It becomes a poem that lingers, that stays with you. It goes from being a poem that is, is as I said, moving and meaningful, but to being a poem that you can't escape. Because it goes from being a poem that's about, you know, this sort of um, vague sense of gratefulness to being a poem that makes us think about who we are, um, that challenges us, that's almost a poem that, that calls to repentance. Um, and, and I think in as much as it does that, it's a poem that's worth reading over and over again. It's the kind of poem that this book is full of, and that's why I'm, uh, I'm really chewing on this book, so to speak, throughout this summer. I'm, I'm kind of lingering in it. Uh, it reminds me of a Richard Wilbur poem, actually, uh, just in terms of how it, how it operates. I'm not saying it's a direct, you know, uh, directly like a Richard Wilbur poem, but the sort of spirit of it reminds me of Richard Wilbur. So one more time here is Empathy by A.E. Stallings. My love, I'm grateful tonight our listing bed isn't a raft precariously adrift as we dodge the Coast Guard light and clasp hold of a girl and a boy. I'm glad we didn't wake our kids in the thin hours to take not a thing and not a favorite toy and didn't hand over our cash to one of the smuggling rackets, that we didn't buy cheap life jackets no better than bright orange trash and less buoyant. I'm glad that the dark above us is not deeply twinned beneath us and moiled with wind, and we don't scan the sky for a mark, any mark, that demarcates a shore as the dinghy starts taking on water. I'm glad that our six-year-old daughter who can't swim is a foot off the floor in the bottom bunk, and our son with his broken arms high and dry. That the ceiling is not seeping sky with our journey but hardly begun. Empathy isn't generous. It's selfish. It's not being nice to say I would pay any price not to be those who die to be us. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. 